0: Greeting, Earthlings. Welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists from the Philly area, and we go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday Morning cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. Um, although this week we're doing something a little different, this is the second Saturday Morning Showdown After Dark where we watch a cartoon that is 100% not for kids. Um, And we're watching one of my favorites. This was a a show that ran on MTV for one season in 2002. Uh, Yeah, we're talking Clone High. Now Lee, did you watch this when you were in high school?
1: Not in high school, but when we started dating several years later, you showed this to me and I think I we only went through it once, but I really enjoyed it and I'm really looking forward to seeing it again.
0: Yeah, this is this is a this is one of my all-time favorites. Uh we'll get into it a little bit later, but like the cast is incredible. The show was so far ahead of its time and it's it's sad that it only went one season because it really is it's incredible. So, yeah, why don't we put this thing on and see what we think? All righty. Way, way back in the 1980s, secret government employees
1: dug up famous guys and ladies and made up using genetic copies. Now they're to so sexy now- And
0: we're back. So, we just finished the first episode of Clone High coming right out of it. Leave first thoughts. What are you thinking?
1: I do agree with you, Don. It was way ahead of its time.
0: Yeah, it's it's fantastic. The animation style wasn't great. I got some thoughts on that, but I think they they kind of chose to lay back on the animation and to kind of focus more on the on the story aspect of the show. And I think the writing is really what makes this show great. The comedy was hilarious still now almost 20 years later.
1: Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, the animation, I just, the the way they shape the different characters, I just, it was art. It was really artsy. And I, I, I mean, I don't know why you didn't like it, but I, I like, I mean, it was simple and artsy. That's all really needed. Yeah,
0: yeah that's sort of my point. It was, it was simple. It, the characters are really stylized, but there was no, there was no, like, visual gags in the animation. Like, I'm thinking back to a, I'm thinking back to, like, Mission Hill, where they were working in jokes in the animation. That's true. This show didn't really do that. The, 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 I mean, it could have been live action. Like, the, the, the animation didn't add to the show in any real way. It, it's really about the writing with Clone High. Right. Um, it's really about the writing, and it's really about the music holy shit, this soundtrack. I mean, I, I think I own most of these albums. You know, I heard For some Get Up Kids sure. in there. I heard some, uh, dashboard. some Swiss Army Romance Dashboard.
1: I mean, this was on MTV in the early 2000s, and that's when all of those albums were out. So I guess it being on MTV and music still being a thing on MTV, I guess that kind of helped.
0: Yeah, it's weird, though, because MTV in the early 2000s was not really... Like pop punk and emo heavy. This is very ahead of the curve. It,
1: yeah, which is weird too, because like, yeah, early 2000s and um, TV, I think of TRL. And exactly. That was more like the Blink 182 era, Enemy of the State, and all those other like pop punky albums at that time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Get Up Kids and Dashboard, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, honestly, 2002, this might have been how I found Get Up Kids and Dashboard
1: for sure
0: honestly the uh, the theme song is by a band you would you wouldn't know they're called the abandoned Pools. they have a couple albums but they're not really anyone gotcha. that like I
1: thought it sounded familiar but and that band rings a bell I just don't know why
0: well, yeah I, they're not someone I I've gone out of my way to listen to but that theme song is incredible and it's extended there is like a longer version of it than what you actually hear here it gets weird and meandering but it kind of it's kind of funny mm hmm the way it, like the th- there's a third verse where he just kind of starts singing about the fact that he's singing about clones. It's like yeah. it gets really weird and meta, but it, it's really funny. It's a great, great, great theme song. Um, so yeah, dude, I I'm telling you, at least in my opinion, the music is the music is a huge part point. of this show. Yeah, and it's
1: great because like yeah, and also like a lot of this is taking place in a hu- it's Clone High. It's a high school. It's like so like the dashboard and the the getup kids like that brings me back to what i was listening to at the time when i was in high school like going to a, a party and just putting music on or jamming out with my friends like that's what high school was for me and this definitely brings it back
0: yeah if you remove the fact that they're all clones of famous people from history this is a really good snapshot of the high school experience.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, I mean, the fact that the main character is a clone of Abraham Lincoln is kind of irrelevant to him being just the awkward teen who can't talk to girls. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they really, truly nail that. And just the fact that they're all clones of famous people give them some really funny gags that they yeah,
1: can pull. Yeah, for sure.
0: Now... I want to talk about the production and the cast because that is another thing in this show that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. <laughs> this show is so far ahead of its time. Wait until you hear these people.
1: I mean, I'm already staring at one on the screen, so you can just.
0: I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bunch. So I w- I'm going to talk about the producers first. Okay. The producers of this show are Bill Lawrence, Phil Lord, and Chris Miller. Mm hmm. You should really think about those names as Bill Lawrence. I
1: know Bill Lawrence. Yeah.
0: And Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Those two always work together. So they're sort of a a package deal. Bill Lawrence was the producer for Spin City in the early 90s. Scrubs for, you know, a significant portion of our life. Yes. With the show run, like, eight seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And nine because there was that terrible ninth season. I was
1: about to say um, that. Yeah.
0: And Cougar Town. Oh. If you if you watch um, if you watch Community, Abed references Cougar Town a lot. Sure does. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, Phil Lord and Chris Miller they didn't really do much before this. This was sort of their their entry point into the industry. Mm-hmm. They went on to make the Lego Movie. And they were both producers on Into the Spider Verse.
1: Oh. They are
0: big, big, big names yeah. in, in like movie Too right now. They're movies. incredible, yeah. incredible writers. So it's super cool to see their early work here. Yeah. And they directed most of the episodes of this show. Um they also did some voices. Um Chris Miller is the voice of JFK and Butlertron, <laughs> and Phil Lord is the principal Squidward. Okay. Squadworth. Squadworth. Squadworth.
1: Squadworth? I don't know. Who even but, knows? The, the fucking principal. Kind of reminds me of Squid- Squidworth from SpongeBob. That's
0: why I'm like, it's that's not right. No. That was Squidworth. No, it's Squadsworth or something like that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, A couple other notable names from the cast. I mean, you're, if you're looking, we're looking at the credits right now. Um, Will Forte is Abe. yeah. He plays Tandy on Last Man on Earth. He's also in Parks and Rec.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's awesome.
1: Yes, he is.
0: I mentioned him first because the rest of the cast was all on Scrubs. Oh, yeah? Every single person. Well,
1: that would make sense with Bill <laughs> Lawrence, I mean.
0: Yeah, but every single person.
1: I mean, this is where he started, I guess, and then Scrubs,
0: No, Scrubs was first.
1: Scrubs was first, really? Scrubs was first. Really? Scrubs was like 98. I did not know. It felt like might it was even be like ninety six. Felt like it was early two thousands, but I, I'm definitely wrong. Uh,
0: Cleopatra is voiced by Krista Miller. Now I know her last name is Miller, and you wa- might want to think she's related to Chris Miller,
1: but no, she
0: is not. She's actually Bill Lawrence's wife. Oh, um, since before this show and still still current. So for about twenty years,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she is Jordan dr cox's wife from scrubs i was literally
1: about to say that Yeah. yeah she's awesome she is so awesome and
0: the guy who invents peanut butter yep with the uh well he doesn't invent peanut butter he invents something to do with peanuts but he has the talking peanut yep did you recognize his voice no donald Faison, turk
1: Oh, oh! so basically all Scrubs.
0: Yeah, it really, it's, it's, it's just about everyone. Oh,
1: that's, the only, that's awesome.
0: The only other person that's not on Scrubs is Mr. Sheepman,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is Andy Dick. Oh. And I have one other cast to talk about who is on Scrubs. Um, Gandhi's Remaining Kidney. Remember that quick yeah, gag they yeah, had where yeah. they, they went inside his body and he was like, I miss him about the missing kidney. Yep. That was Michael J. Fox.
1: No way.
0: Yeah. So of all of the of all of the like random people to be in the show, I mean Michael J. Fox is on two or three episodes of Scrubs, but Michael J. Fucking Fox, man. That's, Marty McFly. That's big. That's yeah, that's it's that's a yeah. good get. That's super cool.
1: Did you uh, my question to you is, did you watch this show before or after Scrubs?
0: I watched it after Scrubs. I actually, I got on the Scrubs pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, same. Same Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I started watching Scrubs before I was with you. Like, I always just just threw it on when I was, like, in college and just watched all the reruns. I loved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the pilot had aired and a couple of my friends were like, dude, it's real good. So then I I caught up with the pilot when it ran on a rerun Mm -hmm. and then kept watching it, like, on as it went. Um, but yeah, no, I I caught on to Scrubs by like the second or third episode. Yeah, um,
1: I really hope that they can get it together and do a reboot, like like all the other like shows that I've watched have. Like I think that I I would like to see them again, like not the not ninth season, but like the original cast, like. I would love to see it again.
0: Yeah, I would. I would totally tune in for like if they did like an hour and a half movie Scrubs, that would be super cool. The way Psych's been doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, and Elliot, she was just in the the Psych movies, so she was. she's doing. I mean, they're doing stuff. So yeah, they all
0: work. Dom, what's his name? Zach Braff. He's made a he's made a couple movies. Yeah. Over the years, yeah, yeah. No, they're all working. Um, speaking of reboots, just. Two months ago, in July of 2020, I don't remember if you noticed or saw on Facebook, but they are rebooting Clone High. I did see that. MTV is going to do another season, and Bill Lawrence, um, Phil Lord, and Chris Miller are all back.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: don't know if anyone else is back, as far as the cast goes. I don't know if it's going to be the same people or if they're going to do new clones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Part of me thinks they would have to do new clones. They might bring some of the old people back, but... I am I'm pretty stoked for a clone high reunion. I'll yeah. totally watch that. I'll
1: take I'll check it out. Yeah.
0: Um now this show ran for one season and it did get canceled and it it was kind of a thing. Oh. Um Yeah, there was a there was a I wanna say a Maxim article mm-hmm. that had a depiction of Gandhi getting like beat up. <gasps> Ooh. Um, so there was like an outrage about that, mm-hmm. and then this show got kind of wrapped up into the Gandhi outrage because Gandhi's a character on this show, and also their depiction of is pretty ridiculous i mean it's it's in the realm of like so ridiculous you can't take it serious, but there was already an existing outrage, and then this show came out um so it, it was so bad the c e o of uh of Viacom who owns m t v yeah was at a hotel in India and there was a multi hundred person um, protest in front of his hotel. He wasn't able to leave. Yeah. I think it came down to it at a point, the Indian government said to him, they're going to pull Viacom's license if they don't cancel the show. Um, So yeah, it was, it was a pretty big deal. Um, So yeah, I I can't imagine they're going to roll that die again and bring Gandhi back, but...
1: Yeah, that would be Especially with the time... To- everything's controversial now, so I would... Yeah, that would be weird.
0: Yeah. Although, it's it'd be, it'd be hard to... to Be hard to imagine this show without him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's, the com- he's really the comic he relief. He is the comic
0: relief. They even, like, make a... They make a joke about it at the end of the episode when they say, like, coming up on a very special episode of Clone High, Gandhi gets into some kind of comic relief. Like, they, they definitely make... Make a joke about that, but I mean, really, that character could literally be anyone else in history.
1: Exactly. There's so, so. many. Other, there's so much funny stuff in history. Pick someone else. Like, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Gone. They, they, they. I don't think they could do that again.
0: Yeah, and, and I don't. I don't think they want to do that again. That would. That would be. That'd be foolish. Yeah. Um, but I am definitely excited to see where they go. I'm definitely excited that, that Phil Lord and Chris Miller are coming back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even Bill Lawrence, he's a, he's a great writer too. So I'm, I'm glad to see like that whole band's getting back together. Um. That actually reminds me, Bill Lawrence is in this too.
1: Oh, is he? He,
0: Bill Lawrence is the voice of the, of the shadowy, uh, the shadowy figure, oh. the like shadowy government okay. guy. Yeah. that that's Bill Lawrence. Um, but yeah, I, I I watched this show I don't think I I don't think I saw it as they were airing it. I think I found out about it cuz it I mean it only ran for one season. Yeah. So I think I found it was still like they were running reruns on MTV. Yeah. This wasn't like a Mission Hill where I found it 5 years later on on a M, on a Adult Swim. I did find this on MTV. But I don't think I wa I wasn't like waiting up on Wednesday nights for it or anything like that. I just made it up. I don't know what air- day it actually aired, but <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I wasn't watching it as it was coming out, but I did see it all in rerun.
1: Right, right. And can we also again? We we're saying the show is before the time. Also, whose parents were gay? I'm trying to remember whose parents. Oh, were
0: gay? that actually. Oh, god damn it! That reminds me too. Um, you are right jfk's parents are gay and that's probably something we should talk about um because this was 2001 so in the same way we said about mission hill like that kind of representation that early Mm -hmm. is a big deal and it really was um
1: yeah and even still like all so all these are clones of historical figures at the same time too there is a there are a lot the figures that they chose were interesting that they chose them because it made it a very diverse cast
0: yeah Oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So again, ahead of its time, for sure.
0: Definitely. Yeah, and 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 definitely including including a gay couple in a show like this. I mean, it was geared for people our age, and I think our age has always been a little bit better about acceptance
1: for sure, um,
0: than than previous generations. But yeah, including including a gay car- a couple in a show like this is definitely ballsy and definitely ballsy in 2001. Um Carl. That was he was the the heavier set dad? Yeah. Janitor from Scrubs.
1: No way. Yeah. Oh my god. I love the janitor. He's the best. He's, and he just comes out like he's in things and just like the most random thing. He,
0: he he's he's a actor. He he's in a lot of
1: stuff. Yeah. But yeah, whenever no, I see him I I'm love, just like I love the janitor. The janitor so oh good. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Neil Flynn is his name. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Yes. Um But yeah, man, this this show had Scrubs is two thousand one, so it is still first. She told you. It's still first though.
1: Oh, but it's in the early two thousands.
0: Right, it is in the early two thousands, but it was still it's still before this.
1: Yeah, weird.
0: But yeah, a ton, a ton of crossover from Scrubs. So Joan of Arc is Nicole Sullivan. Okay. She. You you would probably recognize her most from Mad TV. Okay. She's in like 140 episodes of Mad TV, but she is on like five or six episodes of Scrubs as as a recurring character. Most notably, she's the one that dies of rabies.
1: Oh.
0: Um and then her her organs go to three different people and all three of them die. It's like a, it's probably the saddest episode of Scrubs, but she was the girl mm-hmm. from that episode. Um Gandhi is Michael McDonald. Also a Mad TV guy. He's I think he's on even more episodes than her. And he's also he plays character role on Scrubs. Like such an influence on me. Like I I was already like sort of you know skate punk kid in 2001, but this is probably what sort of put me on the more emo road.
1: I mean, um, the emo, to... the emo music, helped, like dashboard and Get Up Kids. You cannot get more emo than that,
0: right? And like, that's you know, I, I argue with people that like you know when they talk about their emo years and their like hairdo, MCR shit. Like for me, like emo, was emo started dead. with like
1: Sunny Day Real Estate. That's where emo started. That's
0: yeah, that's my shit. Yeah, Sunny Day Real Estate. Like that not the Get m- Up Kids, the Mike
1: Hem. That's not no. That's I like, mean, it
0: is. It, I, I, mean, I I can't talk prog- shit. It yeah. is. It's third wave emo, whatever. Whatever. But, <laughs> but
1: not the way, not when I think of emo. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I love my Midwest shit. So, yeah, definitely, definitely into the soundtrack.
1: Yes.
0: No, I think this show had a huge influence on me, In in so many ways. So I'm I'm glad having watched it that it held up.
1: I'm. I'm glad I think
0: it's it. super great.
1: Yeah. For sure, it definitely held up. I'm, I'm so glad we got to watch this again, and I definitely would like to go back and watch the rest of the rest of the episodes because do a run through one of these nights. Because yeah,
0: yeah, the whole thing takes like four hours exactly. Like, like, <laughs> like should do that and then Mission Hill again.
1: Yeah, like plenty especially with this pandemic and I everything. Mean, we still, even though things are open now, we can we can actually go out and exercise and do things. When it starts getting colder again, like we're gonna have more time again. So yeah. I mean, it's it's a short, it's short and sweet, and it, it's to the point. I mean,
0: uh, yeah, exactly. It's short, it's sweet, it's it's good. It's really good, and you should watch it. Yeah, if you've, highly, never, highly re- if you've never seen Clone High, I can't recommend it enough.
1: Highly recommend. All right,
0: well, this is the part of the show where Lee plugs what um what stuff we got going on. So uh,
1: yeah, so we even though COVID has happened, we still. Have things going on. Actually, this episode is airing today, and today we are actually going to be at the Smithville Art Walk in Smithville, New Jersey. We're going to be there until five o'clock. So come on, if you're in the area, local to South Jersey, or just feel like going for a ride, come on by. There's a lot of cute shops there. There's the Underground. Um, it's they have a lot of cool punk stuff. Um, there's great places to eat, and there's going to be like a bunch of vendors there just selling their art. I mean, this is one of our first. I, first or second opportunities to get out there and sell our art so that come yeah. by if you can and if you happen to see us ape effusion uh mention our podcast saturday morning showdown and we might have a special surprise for you so just come on by but yeah it would be awesome if you could check it out but if you can't come then um next month october 10th we will be at the trenton punk rock flea market in trenton new jersey it'll be outside just make sure you mask up or shut up <laughs> um but we'll be there again um selling stuff, uh, getting ready for Halloween. Um, And in addition to that, we're still doing virtual markets. Um, We're doing the Jersey City's Audis Market that virtual. Um, We're also doing the Trenton Punk Rock Flea Market virtual market. So just be sure to check out those two markets. Make sure you're supporting all the vendors. Also, we have our items in the South Street Art Mart. Um, They're currently not open right now, but they are doing curbside orders. They also... Have a website. Um, make sure you check them out on Facebook and Instagram too. They're always doing some fun stuff. Um, they do live Instagrams on weeknights, so definitely check them out. But yeah, our stuff's in the, in the South Street Art Um, Again, there's a lot of really t- talented vendors. And if you ever have an t- opportunity to get to the store, just make sure you say hi the call in the call. And as I said, just make sure you're just supporting all your local businesses, your uh, vendors, your friends, because, I mean, Covid still a thing. It doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. Um, we're all still struggling, so just make sure you're helping each other out and just supporting each other. Really appreciate you always listening to my spiel.
0: Awesome. And remember, y'all, listening to rate and review us wherever you find your podcasts. Our social media is at Eight Bit Fusion on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a discussion group for this show called Saturday Morning Showdown, um, where we post about our favorite cartoons and just talk about the shit we watched when we were kids. Um, So yeah, again, rate and review us. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.
1: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.